This is the Blaze Radio On Demand. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on wash and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. I guess we should get uh, out of the way uh, right at the start. Uh, Stu's hurting today. Stu's hurting. You perhaps even noticed on uh, radio his voice sounds a little hoarse, like he's got a cold. No. No, he blew out his voice screaming at the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, Philadelphia, was it the football Eagles or is this the, the basketball you, Eagles? This, per- this particular version, I don't know what they are. You don't know what they are? Uh, okay. Yeah, I, oh, they're a national football league team. <laughs> Did you watch the game? I don't. I don't know that you can make that assessment. So they um, lost to whom? The Washington Football Redskins. Oh yeah, the Redskins. Yeah, yesterday. Who was also? They're also not good. It was a. There's not a lot of good teams uh, right now. Uh, it's amazing. In the NFC. It's East. kind of amazing. Yeah. Uh, everybody's battling for last place right now. I know. They're all just. I mean, Eagles I, are one of the worst one and three teams I've ever seen. They they honestly should be zero oh and four, <laughs> but also could be four and zero. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> it's just that ugly right now. Um, but they uh, are pathetic and sh- mm-hmm. should be zero and four. Do you honestly bad. believe they should be four and zero? I did not say be. that. I said they could be. I mean, th- the three, uh, the three lost three of their four, or excuse me, two of their three losses. They won one game. Mm-hmm. Two of the three losses they were winning in the fourth quarter mm-hmm. late, and, and or missed That's a late true. field this goal that could have won. Three. The only game they really got b- blown out by was the uh, <laughs> was the Cowboys game. But even in that game, they 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 Blown only out. That was what, they lost by ten. 10? Yeah, yeah, they lost by ten. And like not a blowout. Uh, and all like, how do you not do anything against the team without Romo? Without that, like they yeah. right. I mean, 
like, I would say yes. You know, they did lose that game. Legit. I mean, they lost all the games legitimately. They shouldn't be zero and four. Is what my honest opinion is. Like the game, even the game they won, they easily could have blown. Meanwhile, you know who's four and zero? The Green Bay Packers. They are four. Green Bay Football Packers. To, not to be confused with all the other professional teams in Green Bay that everybody pays you know, Another bougie to. team is 4-0, too. It's the Atlanta Keith Malinak Falcons. That's right. They suck, too. I beat the <laughs> crap out of the uh, Houston Texans yesterday. Yeah. No, they're, they're looking pretty good. I mean, That's they both have a really good offense. Yeah. It's interesting. I, I, as I was watching uh, the uh, games this weekend and blowing my voice out, screaming at mm -hmm. the television, which can't really respond because it's a television. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, you should get one of the newer ones. They, they respond. Oh, they do? Yeah. Okay. Um, but uh, I just wonder, why do I, why do I put myself through this yeah why every year i wonder I that this? every single year every year i go through this and Pretty i and much. i and i it's it's mm -hmm. agonizing and yeah. hurtful and painful and yes, i sit indeed. there in front all of, of the tv things. all these hours i know right and just absorb the horrific pain that comes you just, along you with just being take the beating fan. every yeah. year it's just it's really frustrating it's it hope springs eternal and you just keep thinking it's going to be nope this year it's going to be it's better gonna be it's going to it's going to be different this year they're, this year they're going to win all 12 of their games yeah. Well, and, you know, college football, which means right. more to me than the NFL does. Yeah, but every year you just And then every year it's like, no, they're not going to win all 12 of their no. games, and so they're not going to go to the uh, playoffs. And uh, so that's where we sit right now. Well, I have a kind of a theory in the NFL where you have um, every team, for the most part, almost every team, mm -hmm. uh, is going to play six really good games. They're going to play well mm -hmm. six games. And they're going to play terribly <laughs> Uh, six games or below expectations for about six games a year. All right, and then so that gives you a twelve, and then there's four kind of in the middle that really make up the difference uh -huh. uh, between. However, when you play horribly and can win a couple of those games, or you play really badly and you lose a couple of those games, it really tells the story of your season. So if you, you come out there and like the Eagles mm -hmm. have played four horrible games, as I was saying, they could and should be zero and four. They, however, could be four and zero, or at least three and one, really easily. Mm -hmm. And it's like teams that wind up having good seasons win those games where they look terrible, yes, they where do. they just, it's just somehow they just wind up they winning. And and, and yeah. those teams yeah. wind up going to the playoffs, and if they get hot at the right time, win Super Bowls. Mm -hmm. The teams that that do the opposite, that play really good games, and the Eagles have been this team many times. Uh, the Dream Team year is a perfect example of this. They dominate games. Mm -hmm. And you'd be like, they must be up by four touchdowns. And then the last second, they wind up losing the game on some fluke play. And you're like, oh, my God. That that team <laughs> doesn't make the playoffs no, and is a huge disappointment. It's so mm -hmm. close. These teams are so closely, like, paired together that, you know, the one and three team and the three and one team, one is doing wonderfully great. The other is a, a horrible disappointment. And you're talking about just a couple of kicks. Mm -hmm. But mm -hmm. uh, that is that's and why I put myself through it every year is really the question. Thank we God love it. we love it. Heaven help us, we love it. Yep, and we thank, just love it. Thank God I have the Blue Jays this year. Yeah, for, you do. For the first time in 22 years, Blue I've got Jays. the Blue Jays. So are they going to be uh, in town? They are playing the Texas Rangers yeah. uh, in the divisional series. So right. yes, they will be here. They're going to be in town. And, uh, the Astros got in this year, which is a, a freaking miracle. Yeah. Uh, I've been and, warned by uh, many people, by the way, to stay away from foul balls at the stadium uh, when they do play here. Oh, they'll in, kill you dead here. <laughs> they'll well, kill you dead. Well, you I think the people well, are worried. Yeah, yeah. I mean, they they realize that the star. They, they I think there, Canadian right? baseball star, baseball very star. famous in Canada, only mm -hmm. only pretty famous here. Like I'm yeah. a lister in Canada. 
I'm a B plus lister here. Still, when it comes to sports celebrities. Still though, I mean, still though, Globe still, Life, still though. Globe Life's got to accept you in there. And yeah. give you I'm gonna get so VIP, close. Right? I'm gonna do anything I can to just interfere with <laughs> Rangers fans. And by the way, in the in the main event over the weekend, yes, the BYU Cougars uh, were triumphant. Thank you for asking. Mm. Uh, Thirty to thirteen over the Yukon Huskies. What did the Missouri Tigers, who have also played the Yukon Huskies, what did they beat them by? Well, they say, uh, as far as I know, they have the like same it was record less as your than BYU Cougars. That's <laughs> all I know. They have the same record. Uh, we, of course, are headed for a late-season uh, showdown between BYU and Missouri. And you guys Kansas are going to be, like, spooning in the hotel. I don't, know. Spooning spooning might, I don't know. That might have to be uh, postponed, though. It might. Why? Yeah, because, what? Uh, what's going Wait on? a minute. Whoa, 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 whoa. This, this has is, been a this big is deal. News. Well, this is I a news update. I talked about this already. I know, but I'm I I don't think that I can announce why it's going. Oh my God! Canceled. He's bailing on you. You can't. You are you bailing? bailing? You. Have you bailed already? I think you might have to too. Oh yeah, there might be something going on. Correct here. Correct. That we might have to be here for. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> it's a thing. It's a you thing. Know, here for this thing. It's a thing that I don't. I don't know. It's that a thing it's been that we may or yet. may not have to be. Uh, involved in so it would probably have to be involved. What in. the hell are you guys talking about? It's a thing we it's can't thing. talk about because we, we haven't made the announcement yet. yet so. so it's a thing now. Yeah, that's right. Like a drug deal? That's right. No, it's a work thing. I wish it was a drug deal. It's I'll a work. Thing. <laughs> I mean, Pat yeah, would be involved in that, but yeah. I mean, I, I would assume you would be involved in it. He would. He would, of course. He's involved in all drug deals in the DFW area. <laughs> <laughs> that's at least how I see it in my head. Yeah. I don't know if it's true, but that's uh, how I see of it. course it's true. Triple eight seven two seven Beck. All right, into uh, something that's just absolutely agonizing. I, we talked about this briefly on radio. I've never seen a shooter's family, a uh, uh, vicious killer's family, be interviewed more often than I've seen this one from from Oregon. This guy, and I, I don't ever want to say his name. I've just decided, uh, and uh, as Glenn did on the air and, and several like it others too. Have. It seems yeah, like actual like media it. sources are don't actually doing it. Don't give them what they want. Yeah. And what they want is their name splashed all over the place. I'm not going to do it. So anyway, uh, the dad of this psycho killer was actually talking to CNN, and they were actually interested in his thoughts on gun control. Here's what happened. How on earth could he compile 13 guns how can that happen wait you're his dad you know, how what do you ask they talk about for? gun laws they talk about uh, gun control mm-hmm. every time something like this happens they talk about it and nothing is done i'm not trying to say that that's the blame for what well, happened yes you are but Except if you're Chris blaming. had not been able to get a hold of 13 guns, it wouldn't have happened. Okay. Look so all you over the blaming. world. Yeah. You don't see these kind of mass shootings all over the world mm-hmm. on a consistent basis like yeah. you do in the United yeah. States. Yeah. Um, so somebody has to ask the question, how is it so easy how to get all these so guns? To get how is it so easy? 13 yeah. guns... Um, I've never held a gun in my life. You raised a mask. I never want to. But I know there are people that do. It has to change. How can it not? Even people that believe in the the right to bear arms. Mm -hmm. You know, what right do you have to take people's lives? You don't. It's illegal. That's what guns are. The killers. That's simple as that. It's as simple as that. It's black and white. Uh, What do you want a gun for? Wow. You are Uh, really stupid, sir. 
That really is stupid. really horrifically you know, bad. Yeah. Is that bad? That's really I mean, that is wow. really stupid. You can't, you can't have any wow. empathy or sympathy for this guy. You, uh, it's just, well, yeah, it's yeah, virtually I mean, impossible. I mean, you can't even see this kid in how many years, right? It wasn't it, yeah, they it was were, at least a couple years. A couple According years. According to the they were, uh, I mean, report I heard this he's morning. He's your son. Yeah. Yeah. And he, you're he, blaming guns. On yeah, this, you, you don't you don't get to lecture. You don't us, get honey. to do that. You, you no, just you, you raise the guy who just no. killed a bunch of people. You don't get to lecture us on how life should be lived. Right. That's not your role in wow. society. You're going to have to figure out maybe how to live. I, look, the it's, unmitigated gall yeah, of it, this guy is not. Look, you can't blame this guy for his his kid going and doing that. I, I understand. I can that. I can blame him before I'm going to blame the before guns. Before blame the gun, absolutely. Um, you know, I. I, I'm, I it is really disturbing that, you know, it's usually what we get out of these situations are either someone saying, um, oh, my God, there's no way my son did this. He's too good a boy. You don't understand. Mm -hmm. Or we get, I can't believe my son did this. I'm so sorry. Uh, you know, I just feel for these families. Here we get, you know what policies you guys should have here in the country I'm a guest in? Mm -hmm. uh, he, he maybe, I don't know if he's a, if he's a, if he's a full citizen or whatever, but let's, he, he, you said he was a foreigner and he, he did. Well, he's here obviously point. from somewhere else. Yes, he's, he's a foreigner. He is. I, 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 but I don't know if he's gotten U.S. citizenship. Right. I don't point, really care. Point, yeah, he's come matter. here from somewhere else and he's lecturing. Point us. being, as a victim... If, you, if you're a victim of a shooting, these mm -hmm. are the ground rules, okay, of society, I think, uh, that I've made up on my own. If you're a victim of a shooting, I will sit here and indulge the terrible thing that happened to you with your awful points on gun control. Mm -hmm. I will sit here and, and we've I, done that I, a hundred times. It 100 times. Yes, when yeah. your son is the one responsible for killing everybody, you don't get to no, do it. You I'm not listening to, to your it. dumb viewpoint on guns. No, go away. In fact, uh, the family of one of the victims, uh, she lost a kidney, I think, in the shooting. She was shot in the back, and they're saying, "Hey, d please, stop making this about guns. Our position has not changed." We're pro-Second Amendment then, we're pro-Second Amendment now. Don't try to make this about the guns. That's phenomenal. Mm. That's great. This guy, who raised the killer, blaming somebody else and something else, uh, no, you don't get to do that. You don't get to do that. Um, meanwhile, Barack Obama has said Second Amendment abolitionists, abolitionists, absolutionists, Second Amendment absolutists. 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 <laughs> I'll get the word eventually. <laughs> Second Amendment absolutists think gun control is a plot by me to stay in power forever. No. Uh, no. No, we don't. No, we no. The politics have to change, and the gun control advocates who are troubled by by this have to be in, have to be as intense organized and as adamant about this issue as folks on the other side who are absolutists and think that any gun safety measures are somehow an assault on freedom, communistic, or a plot by me to take over and stay in power forever or something. So he's making this as extreme hmm. and of asinine as he possibly can to try to get it because they've tried everything else. Every time, every time they've tried to politicize one of these shootings... We've been able to beat back the assault on the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. So they're trying uh, an even more extreme tactic. In fact, now. in some states, it's actually gone the opposite way. In yeah. that they've actually, I mean, Texas is a good example. We have open carry that has passed and campus carry 
that have passed. Uh, now, states like Oregon have tightened their gun control restrictions beyond what even Obama was asking for nationally, and we saw how that turned well, out. Well, yeah, I mean, yes, um, really well. was really the, well. their utopia, yeah. right? I mean, yeah. exactly. no one was armed. No one was armed. Right. Only one person was armed on campus, and they were Illegally. breaking the, the gun-free zone law, and yeah. they were nowhere near the shooting, sadly. Or maybe this could have changed, because it was a veteran who knew how to use a gun and probably could have stopped it. Um, it's amazing. Uh, yeah, really, really amazing. By the way, um, who exactly, uh, when you're talking about uh, Second Amendment right ab absolutists, who are you talking about? Because I know somebody who actually was an actual Second Right absolutist or Second Amendment absolutist, which are the people who wrote the Second Amendment. Because here's here's the language they used: shall not be infringed, not shall not be destroyed forever, or shall not be a complete ban shall not be infringed. They went the opposite way. You can make no damage in this right at all. Mm -hmm. You can't do anything to it. It is you can't infringe it in any way. That was this is what it says. They are the ultimate absolutists on the second amendment. Yes. You, what you're saying yeah, now Take it up with look, uh, James Madison. Right. We've already infringed it a million times. How come we can't do 3 million? That's what you're asking. Mm -hmm. What they said was none ever about for any reason. <laughs> like, I mean, they do, what they want is something that makes me and Pat feel uncomfortable. Yeah, but they, <laughs> they don't want anything. They didn't, they didn't understand that LeBron James might be against it, though. They didn't understand that. They didn't what? foresee that. They didn't. James Madison did not foresee the fact that LeBron mm. James might come out against the guns true. and remind us that there's no place for guns. There's no place for them. I, this is the sort of crap that pisses me off. I though. know. This LeBron James I know. Nonsense. This is unbelievable. This is... Uh, he sent out a tweet, uh, or a couple of tweets. Yeah. The second one is, is, is the, it's the Stephen Colbert, John Oliver thing that everyone gets praised for. Come on, we can do better. This can't be the only way. Accept more from yourselves. The first one I like, too. Like, seriously, man? A baby <laughs> shot in the chest in Cleveland. It's been out of control, but it's really OOC. What, is that? what does that mean? Ook. It's really ook. Uh, y'all, y'all need to chill the F out. And then, is come on, uh, come on, man. to Ohio? Is, is y'all a, yeah, it an Ohio yeah, phrase? Okay. Uh, tweet number two. Come on, man. Let's do better. If you say, come on, man, you know the guy's serious. That's when you know Okay, he's done effing around. Come on, man, and let's do better. Don't fall into the trap. This can't be only way. Accept more from yourselves. Okay, shut up. You're almost OOC. Wait, hold on. You're almost OOC. Go back to that for a you're second. You're almost OOC. Calm down. I think go back, show this again. I think what he means is expect more from yourself. Inst instead of accept. accept more from yourself. <laughs> that's a great catch because that's, that's exactly right. He effed up the phrase. Uh, now, I will say. Accept more. Okay, I'm going to accept more from myself. I am not a LeBron James uh, defender, as you may have noticed uh -huh. over the years. Um, but uh, it's possible he's saying that you know we just need to stop shooting people. It doesn't necessarily mean that it's about gun control, right? right. Those two. No, kids. because he he came out and said there's no place for guns. Um, uh, at mm. least that was the headline that there's no room for guns. Do you know where that that story is? Uh, probably not. It's right, a quote Jimmy? too. Uh, it's in the rundown. Right, it just wasn't on the tweet. James right. broadened his stance with a series of comments reported by the Cle by Cleveland.com. There's, yeah, there's no room for that. There's no room for guns. But then for violence toward kids or anybody, 
It's not just in Cleveland. It's the whole nation that goes through this as well. Surely he doesn't have any arms. We all heard from LeBron it. James. That's what, that was oh, my no. exact thought. Yeah. yeah, you know he does. There's you know pictures does. of him. They've posted pictures of him with shooting guns. Of him You're shooting guns? Kidding. He's shooting guns? Daily Caller's got a picture on their story, top of the story. Uh, LeBron says there's no room for guns. But he loves shooting them with the video. Okay, the hypocrisy. It's so bad. Is, I mean, do you... <laughs> How do you even and this all comes from try that a very central debate between progressivism Jeez. and individualism, which is these guys, people like LeBron James, people like Bill Maher, people like uh, you know uh, John Oliver and Stephen Colbert. It's not that they're against guns. They just think you're too dumb to use them. You are probably a bad person. They're good. Their friends are good. They can have guns. They mm -hmm. can have security. They're good people. You mm -hmm. are probably bad people. Some of you might be good, but you know what? We can't take that chance we need, because there could be somebody out there who's a bad person. And look, there are always going to be this. So she, this guy got some of his guns from his mom. I always love this approach. This guy who shot people in Oregon got some of the guns from his mom. Okay, So his mom had guns, and he took those guns and shot people with them. So now I think... You are not allowed to have, uh, we have to also restrict the people who you live with and know. Because when you talk about mm -hmm. people, when, uh, when you talk about uh, where the guns come from, people that are in federal incarcer federally incarcerated, a lot of the guns come from people they know. They took them yeah. from That was the argument with the, they know. Uh, Sandy Hook, too, right? Right. It's exactly, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. he, she took it from, from their mom. Now, he had mental illness issues and couldn't get his own guns, so he took them from his mom. So now, if you live with someone who uh, has uh, well, mental illness, then you also can't have guns. And uh, I heard you should hear this interview with Huckabee this morning on, on CNN, who's brought on as the gun rights defender. Oh, my gosh. Who was like, well, look, I think if someone you know is acting creepy, you should be able to go to the police and tell them my neighbor is acting yeah. creepy. That's in the Constitution. And it is? Yeah. Okay, that is. It's the, the creepy clause. I didn't know the about the creepy clause. clause. <laughs> it's uh, it's uh, part 2A of, part two the, uh, a of, of the Second, the Second Amendment. So you can order yeah. guns unless someone thinks unless, you're creepy. It's a, it says, shall not be infringed, and then in parentheses, unless acting creepy. Oh, see that way. Yeah. They never, yeah. They never talk about they that in the media. They never talk about that because they don't want you to know about Section 2A. <laughs> Bastards. <laughs> Triple A seven two seven back. That's uh, patents too. All right. Uh, no matter what challenges you believe our country could be facing in the future, and there's many. Yeah, like I don't know. Maybe like, your right to own firearms yeah. could be infringed right. severely. Uh, it's always good to get prepared, no matter what. I mean, South Carolina is a good example of this. If oh, you want man. something a little bit, maybe more that's not so scary and um, a little bit more on the pragmatic side, look yeah. at South Carolina yeah. right now. They, they said on, this morning on the uh, on the news, I heard a South Carolina official saying, "Don't leave your home." If you are oh, really? in debate and you're thinking, oh, should I go or should I not, stay inside. Well, you're staying inside. It could be days and days until this is cleaned up. So you're what saying, are you doing? You're saying they answered the age-old clash, clash question? Yes. Should I stay or should I go? Yes, they said It's stay. been finally settled? Officially, it's stay. Okay. In South so Carolina you need right to stay. And look, I mean, we know times are tough, and, and my Patriot Supply knows times are tough. That's why they put together this incredible survival special for you. So that you, you just can't afford not to take advantage of this. You can get a four-week emergency food supply for only $99. You just call 888-893-9140.
it's You're not going to be able to awesome. find this anywhere. You know, my Patriot Supply does this better than anyone and at the best value of anyone yeah. we've ever seen. 888-893-9140 right now. It's a limit two per household. So, again, okay. it's a uh, it's a it's four-day or four, excuse me, four-week four emergency food supply. Mm-hmm. Or for Jeffy, for four minutes, minutes, if, if you will. I would oh, say. No, that's a, that thing would last me at least a couple days. Oh, wow. Would it really? Amazing. Oh, yeah. Amazing. Wow. It's 50% off, and it's free shipping. Call now, 888-893-9140. 888-893-9140. My really Patriot cut supply. back. Yeah. Thank you. Really? You're looking trim. That's amazing. When our water heater broke down last month, it was a nightmare. It took five hours for the plumber to show up, and he charged us a couple of hundred bucks just to come out. Then it cost another $1,800 to put in the new water heater. By the time it was all said and done, I felt like I'd been taken. But what else could I do? The smartest thing you can do is get a home warranty from American Residential Warranty. Their home warranties pay to repair or replace all your major appliances when they break. And they will break. And at the worst possible time, call American Residential Warranty right now for free information on home warranties starting at just pennies a day. Don't wait for your refrigerator to stop running or your ceiling fans to stop turning. Call American Residential Warranty right now. Ask how you can save up to 50% on washer and dryer coverage. Just call 1-800-686-3910. That's 1-800-686-3910. Again, 1-800-686-3910. Call now. Uh, I can't, I mean, we're having a hard time just kind of assimilating all the information uh, on this Oregon shooting. Uh, You know, it's bad enough that they're politicizing yet another tragedy. And then they they make it even worse by admitting, yeah, it deserves to be. We should be politicizing this. I mean, that's what Obama said on Friday. This should be politicized. Mm -hmm. You imagine if we said something like that about a tragedy? I, I mean, there'd be non-stop criticism. He is awful. I mean, he I is hideous. Horrific. And, and that's not to say that uh, everyone who has these thoughts are bad people. Uh, you know, like Barack Obama <coughs> is doing this for an agenda. He wants to politicize. He mm-hmm. wants to get as much done as he can on the backs of dead people as possible. That's what he wants. That's that's what yep. the plan of the president is. It's what he said coming in. Rahm Emanuel, it's, it's never let a crisis go to waste. And they it's, don't. It's take advantage of every single time you can exploit a dead, innocent person. That is the absolute plan of this administration. And it's pretty There's, amazing. When you think about how hard they've gone after the Second Amendment, it shows yeah. you how deeply within the American people that right is. Yep. I mean, we we treasure that right more than any other except maybe the First Amendment. Maybe uh, free yeah. speech. Yeah, you're probably right. Uh, um, even I, the quartering of soldiers one, I don't think is to that level. No, I don't Amendment. think it is. I don't I think, think it is. I mean, people do not want soldiers <laughs> living in their house. By the way, uh, the uh, Third Amendment only <laughs> says that during peacetime. So wartime, they can still they can quarter. They can still quarter in your house. Yeah, they can. Uh, but the, during peacetime, they can't do that anymore. Plus, here's the thing. We're at war right now. We're always at war. We're at war. Really, they can. So they can do it. (laughs) So it's so funny. They really could. Watch for the Marines to be showing up at your door anytime. Uh, But uh, where I was going with that is, like, you have this situation where they continually do this, and and not everybody is this gun-grabbing political opportunist. Mm -hmm. A lot of people that you speak with, I think, honestly, 
see these things happen and are really frustrated. And they want to work it out. And they really want, like, you know, I was listening to that Huckabee interview today, and, mm -hmm. and I was listening to the CNN person who just couldn't comprehend that there was any solution possible outside of federal legislation. It was like, yes, you know, I agree with you. This is a problem. What do we do about it? What can the government do about it? It's just that is the only approach. And I think Huckabee at times tried to, you know, basically say, look, it's not that type of issue. It can't be solved that way. But, you know, you, you think about what can happen. And you'll see this around the entire uh, Internet after every one of these things. And, every, and I think people honestly believe it. They say to themselves, I don't want to see this happen anymore. I'm sick of the scene. It hurts me. Mm -hmm. I feel terrible about it. Mm -hmm. And as do we, as does everyone. But I think when you say um, that these things are on the rise, it brings up an interesting problem from the people making that claim. First of all, the mass shooting data is, does, is not clear at all that it's on the rise. In fact, it's about even. It's never really risen. School shootings in particular... I think they have, right? Have risen, mm -hmm. and largely, the worst one ever people will talk about this is a long time ago, but since Columbine, really, it's become a thing to go to schools and shoot people in, in mass. Um, and that's troubling, and they've been highly publicized. Um, but what does this bring up about your claim? And I don't think the left understand this, and every yeah, average person who, who, who makes these claims on the Internet needs to understand this one basic thing, uh -huh. which is if what you're saying is true, that school shootings are on the rise. And it is. And it is, I think. Uh, you know, it's, it, it's not as dramatic as we believe, mm -hmm. uh, I think, because of the media coverage. But it, they have started. That's become a place where you go and shoot people. Yeah. Uh, especially when you want to kill as many people as possible. On the other hand? On the other hand, gun violence as a whole has dropped by almost half right. in that same period. So what it makes you believe is that there's an issue with those particular institutions. Mm -hmm. The institutions that have implemented gun-free zones. The institutions mm -hmm. that have implemented, as Jeffy's been saying, the campus is essentially liberal utopia. It is, it, mm -hmm. it's, you can't have any guns on campus at all. The, even the security guard had mace. And right. that is, it's, it's, it's right. liberal utopia, yet this is where this happens, which makes you think that the motivation has changed. You know, we used to always talk about uh, the post office shootings, postal killings. Remember this? It was like the rampage shootings of the day were people yeah. would get pissed off at their job and go and postal. they'd go postal and go shoot everybody because it at happened their job. a couple of times right it became a phrase right that you're gonna go the, postal exactly uh maybe you'd see uh something where like someone's uh, angry at a, a a lover that's that's wronged them in some way or whatever there was, it was that type of motivation something has gone wrong in my life and i'm going to take it out on that person and everyone around them mm -hmm. what has changed is the motivation to something has happened wrong in my life that's still there but now I'm going to take it out so I can be as famous as possible, mm -hmm. so I can have as much attention drawn to me as possible, because the world, has, as a collective, has wronged me. This is a giant change in mindset, and that's what's changing the targets of these things. You have people who are no longer motivated to punish someone who's wronged them. They are motivated to find and kill as many people as possible so they can be known really well in the future. Right. And I, I actually think, for this one, for the first time, the media has taken... A, a good step, led by, by the way, the sheriff, who came out and said, I'm not even going to say this guy's name. We've never said it on the air. Now, it has been reported on, uh, on The Blaze, I believe, um, and I think news sites at some level, are, you know, you kind of have to do that. But we have not made him into a celebrity. I know Dylan Klebold's name. Mm -hmm. I don't know this guy's name. I can't tell you what it is even right now. Um, and I think that that's a real positive. 
I think if, if the media can get on board with that and move in that direction, mm-hmm. it's going to change. Now, it's not going to change and mean there's no more shootings. It's not going to change and mean there's no more mass shootings. Um, I think, like, you know, back in the 60s, it was assassinations that were trendy in this way, and they, they eventually wound up stopping. These things do go in cycles, and I think we can change, you know, what the targets are. But I think there's always going to be people trying to kill as many people as possible. It's, it's just a bad, you know, that's just part of society. Well, good luck getting the media on board with that, because what I was, one of the reporters I was listening to this morning uh, coming in was talking about the, the reason that we're seeing all these interviews with the dad and the stepsister yeah. and, and the trying to get a hold of the mother and mm-hmm. doing all this background check was because the sheriff was uh, withholding a lot of information on their investigation. So the media, we've got to go out and find that out. We've got to go do our job. I think you're right. I mean, always, there's always going to be people who do it, especially with the Internet. They're, the name's always going to get out there. I think this one's been better than any previous one, though. Yeah, I think it so. It hasn't so been everywhere. It seems like no, it has. There's been some restraint yeah, like from it. the media. And I, I yeah. honestly think, like, it doesn't mean you ban YouTube. It doesn't mean there's a federal uh, uh, edict that comes down and that no one can ever, you know, try to be famous. It doesn't mean that we change our celebrity culture by federal law. But it does mean that if we stop rewarding these people with what they want, I think that's one way to I, solve I do it. think that will actually help this yeah. particular crime. Uh-huh. Although, again, I, what's your goal? If your goal is crime overall going down, we're already doing that. We're attaining that. Uh, but if your, if your goal is to stop school shootings and stop mass slaughter is A, get rid of gun-free zones, and B, stop praising people who pull it off. Yeah. If you can do those two things, I think you're going cu- to cut it by half- if you are a celebrity-seeking psycho mm-hmm. and you think, hey, uh, I'm going to go kill as many people as I can, and you go to a school knowing that there are armed guards or armed teachers or whatever the case may be there, and when you show up, you might get shot after the first time you pull your gun out, and you might not get anybody killed, you're going to go somewhere else, aren't you? I mean, People ask all the time, and some really legitimately want to know, why does this happen mm-hmm. so often in the United States of America? Now, while it doesn't happen per capita more than any other industrialized nation, as we've been told all the, uh, all the time, but it actually Norway is number one in that, right? And I think that's yeah. because of that one big one. That one big one. But so it was 90, 91 dead. 91 dead um, in that one. Worse than any one we've ever had. Uh, yeah, by, by far. By um, far, but... Okay, so it happens here a lot more frequently than it does. We just haven't had the, the single death count But that we also Norway have a, a lot more people. And we have a lot more people. But, you know, when you're talking about per capita, our but rate if, is in the middle of the pack. Of developed nations, we're much better than most of the undeveloped nations, which is another thing that gets constantly left out. It's like, America is bad if you take out all the countries worse than America. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's always going to be true no matter how you, you cut it. But if you want to look at some of the actual reasons, I mean... These things don't happen in countries where there is complete oppression. They don't happen in China because you can't move around free, freely. You, uh, you can't go certain places. You can't, yes, you can't have guns, but there's a million other reasons, like uh, incarceration of mentally ill. You, you don't have the freedom to, I mean, somebody's just going to put you in an institution if they think you're nutty. I mean, if you want to start taking steps against the mm-hmm. mentally ill, uh, we could probably solve a good deal of these problems, but you're going to have a lot of uh, somewhat healthy people in mental institutions. And by the way, it was liberals uh, who take credit 
for changing the way we deal with people who are yep. mentally ill. We, right. They used to all be locked up. That's you didn't right. have a lot of school shootings because all the, everyone who seemed kind of crazy got, got locked, locked up in an institution and, and left forever. That's what they do in that's some they of these did. industrialized so they do in nations. Mm -hmm. So they do, certainly in China. And by the all way, right. of course, it still oh. does happen in China. It does. We've had people getting mass stabbings. Yeah, stabbed 26 people. I mean, it happens. And also, of course, they don't report it either when it does happen, probably. But still, you have a situation where they treat you want it, you want all those policies that can stop school shootings okay. I mean you want to, I mean does North Korea have a lot of good luck them? I don't know probably I don't not think I mean so. they execute their people a lot but it's I, oppression it's yeah, oppression. oppression oppression will stop a lot of stuff like yep. when the Soviet Union uh, controlled Bosnia Herzegovina Inagata Davida that whole region there mm -hmm. uh, it was called Yugoslavia at the time when they controlled the Yugoslavs uh, you know what there wasn't a lot of ethnic violence really yeah in fact there was none for the first time in a thousand years, there was no ethnic violence in in Bosnia, Serbia, Herzegovina, Inagata Davida. How did they control them? I wonder. Did they control uh, them with, with you know, like, the military uh, what about, uh, personnel? What about the Godiva? Tanks. You haven't even talked about tanks. the Godiva region. Yeah, tanks. tanks. They, that's how no they tanks. controlled the Godiva region as well. Tanks. Were the tanks. soldiers carrying anything else? Yeah, like them? weapons. What about yeah. guns? What about Toblerone? Were that was that? Toblerone? No, they okay, didn't. That was they, okay. they let them r run free because oh, okay, of the chocolate. So that's okay. <laughs> good. Chocolate candies <laughs> that they sell at but movie theaters. That's how you do it, right? That's how you do it. You Total make the oppression. government responsible yeah. for all the violence, and then there's no violence. I mean, is that what you want? No, I don't, I don't want that. Think so? You know, and like they keep saying, "Well, look, Australia did it." Uh, the, uh, the Brits did it. No, they didn't. Sensible countries can do it. Well, what they did is they banned all guns. Um, and by the way, there was a shooting just the other day in Australia. Yeah. Um, it, you know, it didn't wasn't quite as much because the idiot went and shot uh, at, at cops. Well, you don't win when you do that. Mm -hmm. You go and you you, you want to go uh, kill a bunch of people. You go to some ter some location where there is no one who can stop you. When when the institution itself has told you in advance that there is no danger for you on premises <laughs> yeah. whatsoever. What's going to happen? You're going to go you're there gonna and you're going to kill You're going to have some success. Yeah. I mean, that's what the, uh, the, um, the Norway situation was. This is from a few years ago. Well, he went to a camp on an island in mm. the middle of nowhere. That's why he was able to kill 91 as some of the, you know, like people at movie theaters here can kill 13, 14 police sh sh you know, show up. I mean, I said this on, uh, you know, on uh, Facebook this weekend. It's like the all mass shootings happen in uh, zones that take legal guns out. Mm -hmm. And all mass shootings end when police show up and bring legal guns back in. That's the only reason they stop. Mm -hmm. It's because guns do stop these things. Force does work. And you find out that the guy who is killing people who are unarmed is a complete coward, and they immediately put an end to it by shooting themselves. Right. It's when, but Every that's, but single Time, Not until cops the show police up. show up. Yeah. Every time, then they know, okay, it's over. It's the over. people with the guns are here. I'm going to kill myself. Because uh, I'm, I'm a little coward. Yeah, they don't want to answer for their actions. Right. Um, and look, you know, again, I have absolutely nothing against people like this, uh, you know, this killer guy. 
uh, killing himself. I, I think he should leave. If with he that started action. there, that would have been um, great. Yeah, I think that would have been great. I, I, I don't want to discourage him. <laughs> uh, and anyone who's like him in the future, just go for it and yeah. get it over with. That's probably right. not good advice. But uh, you know, actually, go get help. But if you're going to go kill people before you go kill people, then just kill yourself. And I'm fine with that. Yeah. Um, when you're when you're um, going to do these things, there's no reason to take out all these other people except for you want. Fame. You want your name you want to, to be, be known. Talked about. And you know what? You're not going to hear it on this show. Yeah. You're not going to hear it on this show because, I, you know, uh, whatever we can control. I know I can't control the way the news is reported. And, you know, there's a lot of reasons, legitimate reasons, why news needs to not go through this thought process of what to promote and what to make famous. I understand that. Um, but when it comes to us, we get to do whatever the hell we want. So I'm not saying his name. And Screw you, him. You, you mentioned Australia and uh, Great Britain who banned guns. Um, by the way, it didn't help in either of those countries. Now, the suicide rate did go down in Australia a lot. Murder rate's about the same. Um, and in Great Britain... Uh, they banned guns in 1997 and confiscated guns. In 1997, the murder rate went up 50% thereafter, and they've only had one year since 1997 that had a lower gun rate than prior to the ban. Jeez. And that so was amazing. 2010. Then it went right back up. Wow. Mm. One year. So they continued to lie about what happened in Great Britain and Australia. Yep. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents do coming up. said this for years. Jeffy? Hillary Clinton. Oh. Hillary Clinton. <laughs> Listen, Hillary and I walk cankle and cankle. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, Je Jeffy's been known to play the character of Hillary Clinton many times, <laughs> very accurately. Well, yeah, the cankles for it, don't you? Do you have the cankles? Uh, well, first of all, no, I do not, but okay. I create the acting. You create, okay. I, create. <laughs> I see, I see. That's <laughs> what I do. Yeah. yeah, you pretend to have cankles. What I... Now, that would be something that would, it would seem to me... You either you either have them or you don't. You that's correct. That's why I need to. Uh, I need to. You need to create. Create. I see. Okay. She was. Was it? Is it true? She was actually on Saturday Night Live. Yeah, she was. Oh yeah. And I did not. Uh, I did not watch it. She's oh. terrific. One of the she's reasons I didn't terrific. watch it, by the way, is I heard she was going to be on Saturday Night Live. <laughs> right. So yeah. <laughs> so I, instant avoid. Thank uh, you, SNL, for the heads up. <laughs> I'll tell you who was great though is the guy. And I don't think we have the. Uh, so maybe I won't talk about it. But we. Ah, what the heck? Yeah, I think we do. Uh, uh, we do have the Donald Trump. Is that part of this? Is it part of yeah, it? Yeah, let's watch. All right, let's watch. Here it is. Oh, Val. I'm just so darn bummed. All anyone wants to talk about is Donald Trump. Donald Trump? Isn't he the one that's like, ugh, you're all losers? <laughs> primaries he must I want to be the one to take him down I will destroy him and I will mount his hair in the Oval Office this has been so nice you are really easy to talk to Bill oh thanks you know that's the first time I've ever heard that oh Bill, Bill. I wish you could be president 
Me too. If we are what we know that there's always tomorrow. Oh my gosh, that is pure, unadulterated Holy, evil. What would happen to the end there? Oh, come on. I don't know. We got to see that. That was horrific. That was tremendous. She's so bad. Oh, the rest she's of it so was. so likable now. Did yeah. you notice? Yes, that <laughs> was great. tremendous. Oh, she's so likable. SNL is helping to kind of they smooth sure over the rough edges of Hillary. That's awesome. Yeah. <laughs> because they gave, uh, they, they definitely had the same treatment for Sarah Palin, if you remember. Although I will say oh, they've been yeah. hard on Hillary in some of those bits. They've been pretty funny. Um, her, her Hillary character has some of the mannerisms down pretty well. Yes, she does. The, the in, in immediate helps, tackling right? over nothing. I mean, that um, helps Hillary's because you're, people think that, 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 that she's overdoing it. I Especially with I the am. nice Hillary standing next to her. I don't mm -hmm. know, man. That sure helps her, I think. Yeah, probably. We didn't have, I thought we did have the Trump there, but I guess they, they she impersonated Trump mm -hmm. is where I was uh, misunderstanding that. But Yeah, uh, the Trump the Trump bit at the beginning was, the was really well yeah. done. I mean, I, I think they got somebody who can actually do a character on SNL for a change mm. um here's hillary talking about being the most transparent person uh, i guess in history uh on you know this and anybody who works in government knows it's really not encouraged to use your personal email and i and i just I mean, do you get how bad it looks it, I mean, it looks like <laughs> you set up a personal server face. you set up your own email so that you would have control of those emails and you and you alone would decide when to release them whether right. to release them and in fact that is what happened well savannah first of all it was allowed and i've said it wasn't the best choice and every government official gets to decide what is personal and work related if i'd had two separate accounts as many people do obviously I would have decided every hour what was personal, what was work-related. The law also says that the official gets to determine that, and that's what I did. And I have gone further than anybody Full that crap. I'm aware of in American history. Now, that's not crap. a long history because we haven't had emails that long. But uh, <laughs> as long as we've had them, I've gone longer and farther to try to be as transparent as possible. Nobody else has done that. No, it's bull oh, crap from, from start to finish, bull crap. I, it, it, uh, what I loved was, I mean, Savannah was actually pretty good in this interview because she also said, uh, I think she follows this segment up with, uh, how would you have felt if Dick Cheney did this with his personal email? We do have that? All right, let's take a look at that. Here's the You mentioned your Republican rivals making hay of this. Right. I have to ask you if the tables were turned and it was Dick Cheney or Karl Rove who had a private email account right. and a private server uh -huh. on which they conducted all their government business, would you be as understanding? I would never have done that. Look at the, look at the situation they chose to exploit to go after me for political reasons. The death of four Americans in okay, Benghazi. That's not the question. I knew okay. the ambassador. I identified him. Uh, I, I asked him to, to go there. I asked right. the president right. to she, nominate him. She goes there on have been to seven Benghazi investigations. Here. The question when was, what if Dick Cheney had had a private email server right. like you did? Right. So what does she do? She jumps into Benghazi. What the hell does that have to do with anything? I mean, yeah, I nothing mean, to do with yeah, it. She's looking for a way out to talk about something else. Well, but. she is because that was a great question, and she was caught. Yeah, and good she, job by Savannah. Savannah Guthrie was that? Yeah, she did a great job there. Did a nice job. Yeah, yeah. we'll pay credit where credit is due. Uh, more patents too coming up in a sec. It's why we don't pay credit to you, Jeff. That's why it's never due.
for what you do is not due of any credit. That's mm -hmm. what we're trying to say. I'm sorry, what? You're, I think he was saying there, you're mm, overweight. No, I, actually, no. that was the one time I wasn't. Oh, okay. All right. Triple eight seven two seven B E C K uh, Patton Stu. Looks like uh, Vladimir Putin is sending one hundred and fifty thousand soldiers to Syria to wipe out the evil Islamic State. Hmm. Wow! So uh, Raqqa is a self-declared capital of ISIS in Syria, patrolled by as many as five thousand jihadi members. But Putin is uh, set to mobilize one hundred and fifty thousand that he has uh, conscripted into the military earlier this week. An insider revealed uh, it's very clear that Russia wants to sweep up the west of the country, taking Raqqa and all the oil and gas reserves around Palmyra. Well, good. Yeah, it's wonderful. Now, if he kills ISIS in the process, you know, I, I'm not sure I'm that opposed to it, frankly. But obviously, <laughs> that is their goal, to, to get more oil. More gas, more and, pipelines. And help Assad uh, in general because they help know Assad. he will help them with those things. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's not uh, how we used to do business. Uh, it used to not be, hey, I hope, I hope Russia helps us. Was that usually our, our, <laughs> That's our not way of doing our business? deal? Uh, um, no, with but... the awkward kind of stare at the camera afterwards. That's not mm -hmm. usually how we used to do things, but no. that's how we do them now because our leadership's incompetent. Yeah. Uh, so, hey, yeah. Vladimir, do our work for us. Yeah, and uh, thanks. Sad. see this there's apparently a controversial prophet in zimbabwe and i i know i don't have to tell you about him because we've all been following his exploits for some time now we sure have and, and uh, you know uh, normally we only i will say this about this particular program we normally mm -hmm. only cover mainstream prophets from zimbabwe that's one right. of our things uh, we don't usually go into the controversial aspects of it but just, guy, just the big guys we, we have to make an exception mm -hmm. in this in this per particular right. case because he has proof now that he can walk on air he can walk on air. So I, I think you got to see that, right? I mean, mm -hmm. uh, how many of us have been following this guy? Uh, Shepard uh, Ushiri. I mean, how long have you been following him? Here he is, filmed live. News 24 Zimbabwe. And he's walking down the stairs. And... Not everybody could walk down the stairs like that. No. I'm not sure where the walking on air... Oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, look at that. Look at that. 
It's a miracle! It's a miracle. He really did it. He really, he really did, did it. it. He re it's weird. I mean, unfortunately, they couldn't zoom back far enough to see if he that was... he was had no help at all. Right. He had no help. He was just walking on air. Look at me. Show my feet, but yeah, not my I chair. I Look at that. <laughs> Look at me. That's not a Look very at good me. Angle. I'm walking on air right now. <laughs> that was on. Well, we gotta see that again. Can that see one more fantastic. time. One more time. Yeah, Let's really see that because he walks down the stairs, and then bang! All of a sudden, he's floating. So now we see him head to toe, filmed live by 20, News 24 Zimbabwe. Okay, he's showing that he's got his hands up. I'm not sure why he's walking so slowly down the stairs. Could it be that his harness is... Uh... Whoa, look at that! Oh, my gosh! The last step! He's in the air! What are you talking about harness? <laughs> How bad is that? It's unbelievable. I mean, let's be I honest, though. That. If Barack Obama that. posted that, about 80% of Democrats would still oh, they believe would. Oh, my gosh. They absolutely would. Approximately. I mean, certainly you'd have everybody on MSNBC <laughs> blasting Republicans for doubting it. <laughs> this guy has 239,000 followers on Facebook. <laughs> I'm, I want to follow up on Come Facebook, on, man. man. I was just looking. The guy freaking walked out of air. <laughs> I was just he looking at his billions. Twitter handle. <laughs> Yeah. What's his Twitter I handle? I don't know. I was trying to find him on Twitter. Uh, that's amazing. I've got to follow the prophet. So he can enter the spiritual realm, or the spirit realm, and God has blessed him with a private jet, which no one is allowed to see. <laughs> After previously being labeled a fake, he invited cameras into his home to prove he can pull the levitating trick. Uh, and there you saw it. He just proved it. So I want everybody, I want all the doubters to shut up. It's just unfortunate they couldn't zoom back. Right. So if is. there were doubters, well, he does have 13, they could be discounted. But unfortunately, they just couldn't do it. Why? Do we know why the camera couldn't pull back to show how amazing it was? Because he was, he, was, he was holding something. <laughs> uh, they were in the house. They couldn't back up the wall. Was there. Oh, so oh, it, was okay. all, it was like but, the but, hall with the but, entranceway. But, Jeffy, the they showed his whole body seconds mm. later. Mm -hmm. Just after he stopped walking, they couldn't show his whole body while he was walking because there was a wall There's behind a him. Wall right there. Yeah, but they showed him his whole body. Mm -hmm. Well, then they realized, well, I could move over here, and there's no wall. There was no moving. So they just they just zoomed out. I mean that that's <laughs> phenomenal. <laughs> so good. That's it's a North Korea level sort it of. It is. Craziness. That is. That's really good. <laughs> awesome. It's North really Korea good. level. Mm. There you All go. right. Speaking of uh, North Korean level, senior Iranian military leader warned this weekend that all U.S. military bases in the Middle East are within range of Iran's missiles. And he emphasized that the Islamic Republic will continue to break international bans on the construction of ballistic missiles. This is the country we need to have agreements with. This is the country we, mm. we need treaties with. Mm. Uh, treaties that aren't treaties. Treaties that only can be ratified with like 51 votes. That's what we need uh, because this is trustworthy. So it's stuff. not a treaty. Then. No, it's not a treaty. No, no. it's just a it's an agreement. Binding agreement that it's we a, must follow, yeah. uh, or else we are uh, horrifically trying to ruin the world. But it's not a treaty. No. So some of the threats by the U.S. are aimed at appeasing Zionists, while others are for the purpose of domestic consumption. But what is important is that they're aware of and acknowledge our capabilities and deterrence of power. We do not feel any need to increase the range of our missiles, uh, 
and our targets are fully within the range of our missiles. Oh, good. Okay. That's good. That's good to hear. So there you go. Mm. Um, so uh, Ted Cruz is out there talking about uh, about this, uh, talking about how Obama is dealing with the world. Um, we were told all these problems were going to be solved when he got elected, um, including the sea level rise. But so far, none of that's mm -hmm. happened, uh, oddly. Here's Cruz, here's Cruz talking about the state of things in the world. At the end of the day, when, when Russia invaded, that's the natural consequence of six and a half years of the Obama-Clinton foreign policy. Leading from behind, uh, America's retreated from the world, and every bad actor on earth has taken the measure of President Obama, has determined he is no credible threat whatsoever. And, and I'll tell you, for the next 16 months, Mark, we are essentially in a Hobbesian state of nature. It, it is like Lord of the Flies, where the only limit on, on the misconduct and the aggression of bad actors is the limits of their own strength, because the commander-in-chief of the United States is simply not credible, and, and in fact, uh, far too many world leaders, I think, at this point, treat him as a laughingstock. Yep. That's the guy we need as president right there. Mm. That's the guy we need right there. Right there! Right there! You just, you just heard him. Uh, were you intrigued by the uh, analysis by Red State where they believe uh, it's going to come down to Cruz Rubio? I'm intrigued and I am bolstered and uh, rejuvenated. And rejuvenated, Renewed. yes, because <laughs> going into this morning, I'm thinking, okay, everybody I would really enjoy voting for, would run to the polls for, is uh, at the bottom of the polls and all the douchebags are at the top. So... <laughs> It's like always. And then Red State comes out with this, and what was it exactly they said? Uh, basically, um, it, now, Red State endorsed Chuck DeVore in California um, against Carly Fiorina for the Republican nomination. Oh, so they saw the more conservative of the, the two. The more conservative of right? the two at the time. Mm -hmm. um, so uh, he, uh, Eric Erickson, who wrote this, does not seem to believe uh, that Fiorina is sticking around. Um, that it's going to wind up uh, being, and he certainly, I don't think, believes Trump is sticking around. Uh, but uh, says uh, polling, it talks about how the polling has been wrong and lots of spikes from various people. We look at traditional campaign data, which are uh, under the smoke and veneer of campaign 2016, where it still matters. Uh, what we find is that Ted Cruz is laying down a hell of a ground game and has tons of cash with not nearly the burn rate of, uh, that even Jeb Bush has. Cruz stands to profit most from the collapse of uh, Carson Fiorina or Trump. Uh, all of whom are playing on the outsider advantages right now. Those advantages will start to go away as more traditional and necessary campaign tactics and strategies kick in, like, for example, ballot access. Cruz can get himself on ballots and get signatures collected. He can make a play through the SEC primary better than many of the other uh, candidates can. He captures a conservative outsider angst, which all, while also being a more credible candidate long-term than any of the other outsiders. Cruz has, after all, won an election and has a professional campaign team. While conservatives will gravitate rapidly to Cruz, the more establishment-oriented people who recognize the party needs a fresh face and change will likely go to Marco Rubio. Already I'm hearing that Walker and Bush donors are looking at Rubio as their next pick. Rubio has the highest positives of any of the candidates, in fact, the one Republican that Democrats desperately fear because of his perceived ability to attract women, young voters, and Hispanics. Um, so it goes on, but it's a pretty, pretty interesting analysis. Yeah, it is. It makes sense. I mean, the, it's predicated on the belief 
uh, that the three people who are kind of outsiders and in the lead right now are going to go away. Mm-hmm. I'm not so sure about Fiorina. I, I, Fiorina, I think, might be around for a while. It might wind up being... Yeah, she's you might be able to be competent. Like I, it might wind up being the establishment might come down to Rubio or Fiorina mm-hmm. uh, or Bush. I think those three are still competing for it. You know, the question is, can I mean, I, I've been very clear about what I think is going to happen with Trump. I think he's eventually going to go down. Obviously, he's lost his first poll. It's one poll, though. Uh, I would not be surprised at all to see Trump have another run in him somewhere here somewhere. But he's lost now his first poll to Ben Carson by seven points. Um, so I, I, I do. I think Trump is going away. Yes, I do. Um, Carson, on the other hand, is a little bit more intriguing in that, like, he's had a decent staying power through some odd and controversial moments that yeah. I think would have sank Herman Cain or somebody like that. Um, now, he's a better candidate in some ways than Herman Cain, but Herman Cain is better in some ways as well. Um, you could say the same thing about, uh, you know, Michelle Bachman or any of the other candidates, Rick Perry even, that lasted last time. When they had those moments where it seemed like they weren't really on top of things, they were just gone. This time, for some reason, I think because Ben Carson comes off as so likable uh, that uh, he's been able to kind of make it through that. And people have made some excuses for him and that he's, you know, kind of like he's starting out. He's not necessarily a politician. We're going to give him a break on this, um, which is, you know, for me right now, very positive because you got to get somebody to beat Donald Trump before any of this can even start. <clears throat> yeah. It's just it's a sideshow until mm-hmm. he's gone. Uh, but, uh, you know, I don't know that Carson has the staying power either. To me, Fiorina is a different animal. Carly Fiorina is, you know, while she's not a politician, she was in the most political of roles in her business career. I mean, she was the CEO of a company. She comes in a veteran of a campaign uh, in California, where she wound up losing, but it was California. Um, And she comes in as a, I think, a very, she's got her stuff together. Mm -hmm. Um, So I, I wouldn't be surprised to see her stick around a little bit longer. But I, I would not be at all surprised that two of those three, at least, are completely gone, um, you know, within the next couple of months from any polling credibility. And once you have that uh, going on, then you're going to see these guys like Rubio and Bush and 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 maybe Cruz, hopefully Cruz, uh, you know, and what we would have said Scott Walker and those and you know, maybe even Rick Perry make their run. Mm-hmm. Those guys are out. Who makes their run now? Somebody's going to take advantage of this. And, and, and a Cruz-Rubio thing strikes me as positive from the perspective of I would still think Cruz would be uh, better, uh, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, Rubio's going to be on the show with us, uh, I think, this week, maybe tomorrow uh, on, on the radio show. I like Rubio, though. Like, it, it makes me feel like I didn't lose here. Yeah. You know, if, if it winds up being Cruz versus Rubio and those are our two choices, I'm going to feel pretty okay with the outcome, uh, which is great. If it came down to those two, yeah, I, I think I'd be pretty okay with that. I can vote for Marco Rubio. And you look at this field again, and uh, Rick Perry and Scott Walker are gone. So we have left. And again, these these are my dream candidates. These are the people that I would say I could rush to the polls and be extremely excited about voting for. And they would be Ted Cruz, Bobby Jindal, uh, Ted Cruz and Bobby Jindal. <laughs> Extremely excited. I thought for sure you were going to say Ted Cruz. Uh, Bobby Jindal. You haven't picked uh, one white guy. I, What's your problem? <laughs> Rick Santorum? I could be fairly excited about Rick Santorum. No. Uh, and then uh, it's about it. That's well, about it. it. I, you know, right? I can vote for Marco Rubio. I think I can vote for him and not be really off-put by having to vote for him. I don't, I don't think that would be like, 
All right, jeez, it's a lesser of two evils. I don't think I would consider him to be that. So I think Rubio, the, the only misstep that I can think of right now, well, there's two. There's the NSA policy he has, uh, which he's pretty okay with the NSA spying. Yeah, oh yeah. I'm and the I... gathering of the information on American citizens and, and his immigration policy, mm -hmm. which is better than it was when he was with the Gang of Eight. But problematic in, the, in that problematic. Like, you could certainly see if he's... At, at, if he's in the presidency, yeah. him all of a sudden warming up to his old position. Yes. Um, yes, so, I mean, I you think you have to take that. that into account with Rubio. Um, and I think the NSA thing is bothersome to me, although it's a more traditional conservative position. I mean, yeah. I think, you know, we're the ones that have moved on that one, not him. Um, right. You know, I, I could definitely, like, I'm looking at this list right now. Ted Cruz, <clears throat> Rand Paul, Marco Rubio, Ben Carson, Carly Fiorina, Rick Santorum, mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Jindal. Mm -hmm. I could vote for all of those guys. I mean, that's a lot. Yeah, I think Carly... I Carly Fiorina, I could vote for yeah. uh, if I if I had to. Um, but as for Carson, I just I don't I'm not convinced he can do it. Uh, well, I, I, question about whether you think he can win or hold the campaign or be victorious, and whether if he did win, you could vote you could vote for. That's him. my biggest issue is is can he do the job? And I don't think so. Really. I mean, I, th I, I, I think he's a great guy. I think he's a, you know, he's a brilliant man. I, he's not prepared for that role, I don't think. You know, maybe one day he will be, but it, right now is not. Well, I can time. tell you this. Until Donald Trump's gone, he is the best man for this job. Uh, because, Carson? Yes. Yeah. He is quite possibly the greatest leader the world has ever seen. <laughs> Until Donald Trump leaves, I love this man more than anyone in the okay. world. All right. Okay? Yeah. Now, when Donald Trump's gone, I'll be more than willing to look at his policies or whatever else is going on there. <laughs> uh, but uh, right now, okay. he's great. All right. And he's fantastic. Triple eight seven two seven back. More patents, too, is it inevitable. Mm. It really is. There's nothing you can do about it. Nothing. You can't even turn the channel. You can't do it. If you can't physically no. turn the channel, no. you you can't. Illegal. You'll, be, you'll be put in prison for the rest of your life. You click on something else and you're watching online. No. Like you no. click on a YouTube video and watch nope. that. Nope. Don't do it. Back. Um, much has been made about these sportscasters at uh, this uh, Arizona baseball game. Yeah. Uh, talking about these Arizona State um, sorority girls. Yeah, because they were taking, taking selfies, selfies during we, the game. Can we watch the footage and we can talk about it? This is yeah. blown up and it made <clears throat> such a big deal. It's, yeah, it's, it's been so a, ridiculous. I know. Here it is. Look at the one on the right. Do you have to With, make faces when you take selfies? Wait, yes. One more now. Oh, they, ooh, ooh, for it. Better angle. <laughs> oh, check it. Did that come out okay? That's the best one of the 300 pictures I've taken like, myself like, today. Every girl in the picture is locked into her phone. Every single one is dialed in. Welcome to parenting in 2015. <laughs> They're all just completely transfixed. I mean, uh, I'm sorry. It's not a big deal. It's not a big deal. That was not they a big deal. They asked for it, right? I mean, the, the story was is that the stadium... The announcers, prior to them talking about all these girls taking selfies, the stadium had asked for them to hashtag selfies. Of course, to win something Did they really? at the stadium. Of oh course. my gosh, you got to be kidding me! Well, that happens at every stadium. Right. right. So the the then the announcers are all indignant that the girls aren't paying attention to the game, 
they're taking selfies, right? Isn't that the implication there? Yeah. When really, mm. I think the, ins the the sportscasters are just fascinated by these girls. Correct. Yeah, Ooh. I mean, it is funny to I'm sorry. For the most part, look pretty good. It's not just that they <clears throat> made fun of them that makes that. It's it's funny because you're watching them. They're not paying attention to the game, and they're making the ridiculous. The mm -hmm. process of taking a selfie is absurd. Mm -hmm. Okay? We it can is. all freaking mm -hmm. recognize that. We, you know, I know Jeffy wrote a whole book on it. On how to take a, the perfect selfie, um, which was released in conjunction with the Kardashians, um, but yeah, she got, the, and of course she gets the press, right? Of course, yeah, of course. Of then course no one ever. even, no one okay. even acknowledges okay, your so ghostwriter. My butt's not that. big enough. Yeah. I got it. Right, uh, it's pretty big, but um, but <laughs> the point here not though as big is, as hers. like w the moment. I'm gonna give you that. The, okay. Yes, I will give you that. The moment of the selfie is <laughs> supposedly the best picture you can take of yourself, right? At the the top, process yeah. uh -huh. of watching it occur is funny. And when you're at an event where you're supposed to be watching the event, it's funny to see all of these girls all doing it at the same time. And not just once, but over and over and over and over and over again. Although it loses so, some of the humor when they've just asked them to do, do that. They do that at every stadium. No right. one does it. They do it. No one does it. Everyone, they ask at every stadium to be, you know, well, push. Well, they're sorority push. girls. Of course they're going to do it. Yeah, right. I know, but that's what's funny. I, I, it does not make them evil. It does not no, make the announcers it evil. It's just a funny observation yeah. they made, and we all need to get it over is. it. Like, it, I know. Everyone gets so it's fired up. It's been a huge, huge story. story. I know. We were going to cover all it last weekend. week. We never got to it. But it's like it's been going on all weekend. Uh -huh. It's been almost a week now since this happened. It's yeah. like, can we all relax? Oh, is it that like, long? They were having some, I think it happened really? mid last week. Wow. Um, you know, they're having some fun, and the announcers are having fun. It's like, so what? Mm -hmm. the, the hardcore baseball fans look at that and see it as ridiculous, and they're on TV for 12 minutes. Obviously, they care about being on camera. They're all taking selfies of themselves well, to get on the stadium camera, which is far less people would see. I'll tell you, so what, yeah. stupid gear? Mm -hmm. Okay. As sports a blog SB Nation has questioned, whether the announcer's selfie-shaming alienates younger fans. Who cares? Calling it a generational divide that comes across as bitter and superior, so? unquote. Or, for many critics of the anti-selfie commentary, the issue highlights a form of sexism. Of course it does. That's why it's such a big deal. Yeah, of course it does. By portraying young women as somehow worse fans than traditional obnoxious stadium goers. Uh, they okay, are. those they, they are. are. Okay, yeah, yeah. come on about portray. They're not even watching the game. Of course, <laughs> they're worse fans. How stupid a criticism is that? No, it's just, it's just, it's again oh, this rush geez. to be offended. Yeah, and, you know, it is. every comedian, you know, right. Don Rickles, has made a career of being an old crotchety guy mocking what's going on now. Jerry mm -hmm. Seinfeld's doing it. Every comedian does that at some level. Young comedians do it. Older comedians do it. You mock kind of what's going on. Now, look, they're baseball announcers. They're not comedians, but they, they're entertainers. And in the break of a game, they can make a, a social commentary on, on someone who's, uh, who's uh, on the screen. You know, there's people who, the guy just uh, lost his lawsuit when he was suing the announcers for making fun of him for sleeping during the game. Remember the story? Mm-hmm. He lost that lawsuit, shockingly, by the way. Um, but, like, are they not allowed to do that? It, what if he had a sleeping disorder? Um, what if he worked all night at a cancer charity and just couldn't keep his eyes away? Oh, do we have to consider every freaking thing? You can't just look at something and say, hey, that's kind of funny. No, you can't. Let's, let's have you 12 seconds of, of, of fun uh, with this. And can't do it. They will get, you know, everyone will love it and they'll be, uh, you know, uh, known for you know, their little moment of fame and we'll it's all just move like, on. It's just like when we make fun of people who live in their parents' basement at 33 years old. 
Right? Oh, and you'll inevitably oh, yeah, get a call yeah. from yeah. somebody. Well, what if they've got some sort of disability? <laughs> well, what if they're mentally disabled? Right. Okay, we didn't talk about every eventuality <laughs> in which it makes sense for a 33-year-old to live in their parents' basement. Right. I mean, people... <laughs> every uh, time. Every time. It, it, and that's what... You can't generalize anymore. No. Um, you know, no, you and, and like, look, could we... Because we, we've had this happen before, and there's a struggle that goes on in talk, in talk radio circles per, as the Internet has grown particularly, which is... You know that everyone takes everything you say out of context. Mm -hmm. So, and oh. you know they do that to to ruin your business. I mean, there's obviously organizations we all know who they are who have set up and spe spent, uh, taken in and spent and wasted millions of dollars to try to get Glenn off the air or to try to get, uh, mm -hmm. you know, Rush off the air or try to get Hannity off the air or Levin or whoever. So there is. Um, uh, it, none of those people and none of those organizations will ever change any viewpoint of any of these hosts. Um, it will never occur. What, it, what there's a possibility of is making sure you add additional qualifiers that identify exactly what you're saying. Like, for example, if, if back in the day when we were in Florida, Glenn would do a show and he'd say, um, you know, let's just say, let's use the easy one. Um, actually, O'Reilly, this actually happened with O'Reilly. O'Reilly is doing a show and he says, uh, you know, look, radical Islam's got to be stopped. Radical Islam's got to be stopped. Radical Islam's got to be stopped. Show after show, after, day after day after day, story after story after story, thousands of times he says radical Islam's got to be stopped. And then he goes on The View one day and he shorthands it and he says Islam has to be stopped. Huge controversy. Mm -hmm. He's getting calls for boycotts because he thinks Islam should be stopped. And so as a host, what has developed over the years is you have to come up with the ability to make sure every time you state it, you restate it accurately. It's a total BS thing, but it keeps you on the air. Now, at some level, that actually gets in the way of the show. It doesn't change yeah, it does. your viewpoints. Right. It just is annoying mm -hmm. because 99.9% .9 of your listeners know exactly what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. So to them, it's just wasted language. Mm -hmm. it, you know, and you can get to a point where you're constantly trying to explain yourself to every eventuality, as you point out, Pat. When you want to say, hey, a 33-year-old living in their basement, of course, obviously, I'm not talking about disabled people. I'm not talking about people who are down on their luck financially who had no product of their own. Also, I'm not talking about people who are in their house trying to take care of their elderly parents or grandparents, which is really honorable. And it's like, okay. <laughs> it just ruins what you're talking about. Yeah, so there's a constant balance as a broadcaster when you're doing that. And, you know, these, these announcers... What the hell? Are they really supposed to freaking talk about? They can't just observe a moment of life from the stadium, have a little fun with it, back to the ballgame. They can't do that. No. In this world. They can't do that. Because it's sexism. Right. We talked about the kiss cam is now sexism. Right. Uh, it's kiss just, cam is rape, in fact. It's, it's more rape. than sexism. It is. It's rape. It's and, basically rape. And if you stop a couple of female journalists on their way to see a bunch of uh, uh, wieners. Yeah. In a locker room well, that are uncovered? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why, you are the epitome of sexism now. Oh, really? You are, uh, you're a bigot and you're a sexist. And they had, now these two journalists had traveled all over the world and have never been impeded in going into a men's locker room, but they hadn't happened. It happened in Indianapolis, Indiana, in the United States of America, where we're so pent up that we can't allow women in to see men's wieners in the locker room. Oh,
Only they did. They Only were they did. They were, they were they were. It was a slight delay. There was a slight delay where the where the usher went in and, and asked some of the athletes, "Hey, you dressed okay? Are you comfortable with these uh, women coming in and seeing your wieners? Okay, I'm going to have them come in then." <laughs> and they went in. Yeah. I mean, well, most, most. and they're making this huge deal out of it. First of all. Women shouldn't be in the men's locker room if they're undressed. Am I right? Well, most of the locker rooms in today's world, yeah. the showers and everything are in the back. So when they come out to be interviewed okay. at their at their main line, when you see them at their lockers, yeah. they've usually, already come they're back. They're probably in towel the towel or yes. something. Yes. But that's yes. not, I'm but sorry. That's not, if yes. I'm in a towel, I don't want a woman I don't know I, I, coming in. Well, but, I mean, I get it. I don't mean to, you know, I, I, maybe I'm nuts here. I, I, maybe I'm crazy. I don't want a guy looking at my junk in the locker room either. I'm sorry. There's no reason you can't wait five no freaking minutes for them to put clothes on. At all. It's absurd. These guys are tre- – I mean, look, these guys have good lives. They can make right. millions of dollars. But there's no reason that to treat them like animals. Like me. Like you get to just come in and just look at all their right. junk every freaking – because, yeah. oh, I want to get the reaction 30 seconds earlier. Because Let you, them put on some damn clothes before you go in there. Because they make $5 million a year. They don't deserve privacy. When did Seriously. That, I, don't, it, I miss that rule. That is unbelievable. Start. I can't believe athletes don't fight this harder. I, I can't either. I understand. And I'll they, tell you something else. If it was a, a uh, PGA tour and you got all these hot girls in the locker room after a golf tournament, they're not allowing any men in there to see them naked. Right. Like they, I'm sure not men get into the... Not one single man are, is going in there. Not when they're naked. Uh, no I guarantee way you that. are they going in there naked. Um, and they're not when they're in their towels either. No. No. It, no, they're not. It, it's no, there's no problem with, with them covering the sport in the locker room, obviously. Like, there's, like, and I as can understand the argument. Like, if, if you allowed men in 10 minutes before you allowed women in, I can understand a woman saying, wait a minute, they're going to get you know, a, a more reaction raw reaction yeah. or whatever that I can't get, and they're going to beat me to a story. Mm-hmm. And certainly in the Internet age, you know, it's probably going to be posted by the, by the time you get in there. Yeah. So, I mean, obviously, like, I think there's a – it's not crazy to say that men should, are, should be the ones covering men's locker rooms. It's not crazy. But if you don't want to go there, and I, and I, I can honestly – I'm – Totally fine with no man gets in there either. There's yeah, no reason to Let be them in there. In Let them get dressed. dressed and come yes. out and talk to you in a room oh, that's yes. appropriate. They shouldn't have to be talking no while there's, their junk's hanging out. No that way. is not appropriate at all. Or even if they're in a towel, they should not be. No. They should not be subjected to that. They should not be to subjected that. to that. Let them get freaking dressed like human beings. I mean, that is just civilization, isn't it? <laughs> yes. Uh, in no other circumstance does this, does this exist. No. I, I I don't I really don't get it. It's crazy. I mean, did you did uh did your son Elvis have to deal with this like with people they coming in? They have set and- they have set up uh, interviews. You ask in the way they did it at Missouri was that you would ask the reporters would come into uh, the main area under the stadium where mm-hmm. they would uh, suit up for the game. The stuff isn't the actual <clears throat> locker room. It's just where they suit up. So you they stay in their uniforms. Uh, you know, they might take the shoulder yeah. pads off and stuff, but they go oh. off into a separate little section for the interviews. That makes interviews. sense. But they're not completely appropriate to do yeah. it while they still are clothed. And, and, and maybe the adjustment is they don't take showers until after the interviews. And that's usually and that's what they did. Fine. They, then they walk to they walk up. The way yeah. it's set up in Missouri is that the main locker room. is... So the college athletes away. didn't have to put up with women not coming Missouri. in. Not Some of the naked. colleges had their you know their main locker room is uh, you know attached to the the actual stadium, but. When I've been to the NFL games, the NFL locker rooms and stuff, they have, uh, you know, their locker room is still set up where they have their lockers where they get dressed and everything. But by the time you're the press is there, they you're either they're either, you know, 
clothed, still in their uniform, half in their uniform, or mm -hmm. in a robe or something at their locker, because all of the cleaning and everything goes on away. I think most of the time people have common sense and allow that to happen. But I've, I, I've seen tons of interviews with people in locker rooms where they're wearing towels around yes. the waist. And, right. You know, look, I mean, you know, I guess if it's up to them, if they want to come out and do that, but they should be protected from that. They should be able to, to be fully dressed before these people. I think out. in a lot of cases they've been forced into kind of just yes, accepting that. Yeah. And if they speak up, they feel like they're bigots or Well, because it comes off as sexist. It's, it's, yeah. it's always targeted at the women. Right. That's why I think the case to be made is I don't want anyone, don't want anybody looking at my junk. Right. Let me have my freaking. It makes perfect sense. Let me, you know, like an adult, come privacy, out please. dressed, and then we can talk. And that's a great that. case. But the, but separately, again, this case, these reporters, these ladies, were they were allowed stopped. In. Yeah. To, Momentarily. So the usher would find out if they were allowed into the locker room, right. whether they, you know, okay. Right. And that's and that's they insulted wrong. The guy making I an assume old I can go anywhere I want. I've got my pass. I can go anywhere I want. Uh huh. You know what? No. Instead, no, the guy's don't. an old codger, so they're making it out to be well, like to be this, this old man is women, sexist. Women. What is the, this? From the 1912 oh area. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> All right, more patents too coming up. It's it's amazing. We're not civilized. Yes, do walk us walk us through this whole thing that we're gonna do. Did now. you know that walking outside no. will kill you? What? Did you know that you well, if you get hit by a bus or something? No, right? no, 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 no. I wish stung it was by that. bees. I wish millions I wish. and millions of bees sting you at once. You'd probably die. Did you know? <laughs> No, it's not that. Shot would. by by uh, no, would die thieves. Of millions of bees, no, no, and don't kill any bees because it's okay. uh, we're going to have a massive uh, anti anti speciesist uh -huh. oh, yeah. uh, movement against yeah, that you would if you be do that. Terrible. Um, no, when you walk outside, if you're outside for eaten 13, by rats, no, no, okay. <laughs> you walk outside and you're outside for 13 seconds in the sun, you will get cancer. Snake? Oh, wow. Yeah, 13 seconds. So, wow, uh, really? That's pretty much how we treat our children today. Yeah, um, it is. As I see, yeah, um, <laughs> even my son, my son, Zach, it's like, I, uh -huh. did, what, what is, is a sun shirt a thing? Like, a sun shirt was not a thing when I was young. No. Guys didn't wear sun shirts. Now, I will say that guys should wear sun shirts today because they they're fat. Is that what you're... Yeah. yeah. You wear it like, it's like a shirt it, that you I, wear when you swim. I'm in favor of that. <laughs> Swim because shirt. yes, mm -hmm. because because we're gross. Yeah, because then you cover up. The but it's not hideousness well, and for in kids. In today's world, I don't, know, I don't know if it's the rat meat that we're eating or whatever. But if you go to some of the water parks, there's uh, an irregular amount of male breastages. Mm. Mm. Yeah, well, and, and they should be wearing shirts as often. Yes, because it's uh -huh. disgusting. Uh, now, the interesting thing about this is not only. Uh, if you go outside for 13 seconds, will you get cancer? Mm -hmm. You would. Your typical step there is to put sunscreen on, oh, yeah. which would protect oh, you. However, that will also give you cancer, as we've learned. The sunscreen. Uh, yes. Really? Uh, yeah. Jeez. Of course. You didn't know this. That's not good. Uh, we looked into the uh, details behind these claims and a couple of others on the wonderful world of stew okay. this Friday. In the early 1900s, people dressed like this to go to the beach. And today, people dress like this when they go swimming. Ah. God bless sunscreen. It has allowed the Victoria's Secret Angels to go to the beach wearing as little as possible without worrying about damaging their perfect skin.
the Victoria's Secret angels probably negate all of the benefits of wearing SPF by sleeping in tanning beds every night, but I digress. Sunscreen should be something that everyone can get behind. But over the past couple of years, there's been some speculation that sunscreen is actually dangerous. Look at these headlines. Your sunscreen might be poisoning you. Toxic ingredients in sunscreen can do more harm than good. Is your sunscreen actually giving you skin cancer? People's fears about sunscreen giving you cancer can be traced back to a study that was done in 2001. The study tried to figure out if one of the chemicals in sunscreen, oxybenzone, could mess with the way our body manages hormones. In the experiment, young rats were fed a diet of food mixed with oxybenzone. After several days, they were killed and their uteruses were removed and weighed. The first thing that the study proved was that when you kill rats and remove their uteruses, you might want to hop on ZipRecruiter.com and look for a new job. But the study found that at high doses of oxybenzone, uterine size increased, potentially signaling the feared hormonal problems they were looking for. In other words, bigger uterus, bad. There was one minor problem with the study as it applies to humans, because let's be honest, you don't care what it does to rats. If sunscreen caused genocide among rats worldwide, people would be throwing a parade for Hawaiian Tropic. The problem with the study is that people don't freaking eat sunscreen. It's not edible. It's not a dessert topping. It's not the coconut cream of a coconut cream pie, despite the fact that it's creamy and smells like coconut. We don't eat sunscreen because sunscreen isn't food. Rats don't eat sunscreen either, unless you trick them into eating it, which reminds me again to tell you to go to ZipRecruiter and find a new job. By the way, while we were researching this, we found this on Yahoo Answers. I'm addicted to eating sunscreen. Do you think it's bad for you? I need some help and I live alone and I just buy sunscreen and eat it. It's good and addictive, but I don't know. Hmm, let me help you. Yes, eating sunscreen is bad for you. Yes, you need help. I'm not surprised you live alone. No, it's not good. And if you don't know, now you know. Of course, ingesting a little sunscreen isn't going to kill you. To prove that, here's Jeffy to eat some. <laughs> nice. See? He's fine, mostly. Thank you very much, Jeffy. Everything in moderation. The difference between having a big old bowl of sunscreen and the way we actually use it is kind of important. Our skin can absorb about 1 to 2% of the oxybenzone in sunscreen. But the rats were also given doses of oxybenzone much higher than levels that humans are exposed to. In fact, it would take 200 years of all-over daily sunscreen application to reach the level of oxybenzone the rats were fed. Did I mention they ate the sunscreen? Thankfully, a follow-up study was done in 2004 using actual people applying actual sunscreen to their skin, not eating it. 32 participants first applied a basic lotion and then followed that with a lotion containing 67% more oxybenzone than the FDA limit. They rub the lotion on their skin or else they get the hose again. It was the Buffalo Bill experiment. At the end of the trial, researchers found no difference in hormone levels that could be attributed to sunscreen. 
Participants had small but detectable levels of oxybenzone in their urine, but that's what your body does with stuff it's not using. At the end of the day, no, sunscreen almost certainly is not causing cancer. But oddly, it's not entirely clear it protects against it either. In the case of melanoma, the most dangerous form of skin cancer, there actually isn't any real evidence that sunscreen protects against it. Sunscreen, in theory, should work. Everyone believes it works. The scientific theory behind it makes sense. It absorbs most of the UV rays from damaging your skin. But there's just not that much data that shows it actually lowers cancer rates. Studies on groups of people, some using sunscreen, some not, show no difference in cancer rates. When it comes to melanoma, there's basically no data that shows that sunscreen works to prevent it. Now, it prevents sunburn, which is awesome, but it also might keep people in the sun longer, which might explain why we're not seeing any improvement in cancer rates. Despite sunscreen being added to what seems like every consumer product available in lotion, the cosmetic aisle at Walmart, everywhere, the U.S. melanoma rate is now double what it was 30 years ago, according to the CDC. One other alarming issue with melanoma is the racism. White people are affected at about 25 times the rate of blacks. Hey, cancer, white lives matter too. You racist. So to review, sunscreen probably won't give you cancer. We don't know if sunscreen actually protects against cancer, but it probably does. And you shouldn't be eating sunscreen. Unless you're Jeffy. <laughs> That's nasty. That is so nasty. Ooh. Oh, God. What would we do without wow. you, Jeffy? I, don't I mean, know. other than thrive as a society. What else would we do without you? <sighs> it, would be, it would be harder to get people to eat sunscreen. I'll tell you that. It would. I'll tell, tell you, you that would. much. There's more patents, too, coming up uh, eventually. Well, you know, it's not bad. No, it's just a, is it tangy or is it a, it doesn't taste like coconut, does it? No, it does not. No, no it does not <laughs> taste like coconut. Let's be clear about that. Well, happy to be here. Uh, the Martian uh, debuted on Friday, and uh, Glenn says it's really awesome. He, in fact, he said it might be the best movie he's ever seen. Uh, he sucks me in. He sucks me in every time. I know, that's true. That every is time true. I go see it, I'm like, what is he talking about? I will say that's what? true. He yes. And then he says, I never said it was the greatest movie of all time. Yes, you did. Yeah, you did. You always yeah, do. Yeah, you did. And you've done it before. <laughs> yeah. And oh, you yes. should learn. But I, you want to believe. You I do. You want to believe. He's so, and he's so over the top with it. And, and like, I... I know he knows quality. Like, mm -hmm. he's not a guy who just praises crap. Which is why you buy into why, it. Which is why I buy into it. And, and then go, I go there and, and then it's like, it. well, that was okay, I guess. It, it was like that with Jurassic World. Jurassic was so good. That man. was good. Yeah. So good. He didn't and say then it was... I went and it was like, eh. Actually, we went to at the same time. Yeah, yeah. we did. But he had seen it already. <laughs> oh, yeah? Okay. Yeah. And so right, yeah. I was expecting something pretty magnificent. And it was a good dress. It was, it it was, was good. It was, it was okay. It was like a. It was, it was probably right. the second best Jurassic Park. Yeah, is I pretty good. I yeah, maybe. I mean, it's I mean, it made Jurassic a lot of money. Park. Like I made a heck of a lot. Six hundred and fifty million dollars. Yeah, second best best to one. 
Yeah, I mean, one is. I mean, and that's tough to go. I mean, that's the thing with sequels, obviously. I like, the, yeah. the, the, the art of it is that reveal of who that person is, right. who the, mm -hmm. the, the dinosaur is. Is the dinosaur going to turn against you? Is the, is the mass killer? Who, what's, what do they look like? What does Godzilla look like? All those movies, that first one is always the best because you're waiting to find out. In this one, you're waiting to find out, are the dinosaurs working together? And the answer is yes. Oh, and then do like they to, decide... Just say that live on the radio. Do they decide... <laughs> They're not going to work against each other at the very end because they already killed the bad dinosaur. Now we're just going to split and go our own separate ways. Will they uh, accomplish Brilliant. calculus? Yes, uh, and, and they do that too. Yes. And the answer, the answer is, yes. is yes. Yes, they do. The end, the end scene is just them doing some uh, advanced algebra. Yeah. We're not live on the air now, are we? <laughs> we are. Yeah, spoiler <laughs> we are. alert. Sorry You're right. Spoiler that. alert. They do algebra. Darn. Anyway, The Martian <laughs> made $55 million. Cost, uh, I think it cost $108 million to make. So... You know, it's gonna make money though, and it's, it's gonna make money. It, the reviews are really strong. Word of mouth is really strong, not just from Glenn. It's got a 94%, I think, on Rotten Tomatoes, wow. which is really high. Really uh, and the book is apparently a great book too. Is it really? Um, I've heard from several people who have said it's one of their favorite fiction books in the last like five or ten years. Uh, my wife and I last week went to uh, Everest. Uh, Everest. Oh, yeah. That was pretty good. I like I like that. It's it's a little sad. It's an actual story that happened in I think 96. They don't change it up, and they don't. I don't think they change it up much because people died then, people died now. Mm. So people die. I, I don't want to spoil it for you, but some people get cold. Well, why don't you just movie. give it away? Is Everest tall or short? I mean, just give that away. I'm going to say it. It's tall. What? It's tall. Yeah. In I mean, fact, I'm going to. I'm going to tell you even more than that. It's really tall. Again, I ask, are it's we like live on the super air? It's like mean, super tall. Not as we tall can't as be live on the K2. Air. It's bigger than K2. Oh it's fact, the biggest <laughs> How peak on, on the face of the How dare you get I know. Right. I will say this. It's shorter than Vaughn's. Oh, really? Which is on Mars. There you go. Uh, yeah, about <laughs> half that size. Wow. That's a big mountain. Mm -hmm. um, so you did like Everest? I did like it, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's got a good cast. It's, it's, a, it's a compelling story, and it uh, convinced me I never want to climb Everest. Because you were on the verge too, many times. I was times. on the verge. I was yeah. going to go this year. Well, you, and, you, but I wanted to wait till December when it's really snowing. Because yeah. then it's a challenge. You know now what you I did, mean? You did send me that. Uh, <laughs> you texted me that picture of you halfway up Everest. <laughs> right. But you were like, I don't know if I'm going to go. To I don't know if I'm going to go. It's too easy. Yeah. Remember, I, yeah, I said, said it was that. way and too. Now easy. you're thinking you might not even. Now go. I'm thinking I'm not. Wow. Might not even do it. Wow. Uh, so. By the way, I've been getting a text from uh, Dan Andros, uh, who is over uh, in the Middle East covering mm -hmm. um, the Syria crisis, the refugee crisis, that whole mm -hmm. situation over there. Mm -hmm. And he just keeps sending me pictures of the soda he's drinking, um, like Arabic Pepsi and Arabic Mountain Dew. Is there something interesting about it? or? Well, he just knows I like soda. And he okay. also, he's on the same bandwagon as me as really liking soda. Yeah. Uh, so we trade a lot of soda. There may be 80s. 90% of our conversations are about soda, something in that general vicinity. Uh, so he's Nothing actually, weird about that. No, I don't Nothing think so, weird right? about that. Right. No, that's right. perfectly normal. I mean, 80-90% of our conversations are about food. I mean, it's really True. not that different. <laughs> it's not that different. Uh, but it's uh, kind of interesting uh, to see it. And, and the one thing I will notice is it seems like they've got a Bloomberg thing going on. All the cans are really small. Weird. I don't oh, like yeah. that. I don't like it. I don't like it either. Oh, yeah, it's tough. They're like tall and thin. They're like Red you, Bull cans. I will like. say this. You know what is different is it won't be a repeat of our show coming on after our show. That is. Oh, that's a big deal. That's, that's right. That's a big this deal. This is the day. Do we have the shot of Dana's studio? Is she doing radio right now? Dana, Dana's radio show. There, there she is. you go. Right there. Right there. Pretty right cool. There. Dana, her, you're going to be seeing her show right live. Right there. 
So instead of 23 of 24 hours of just repeats of shows of me, Jeffy, uh, Pat, and Glenn, mm -hmm. you're actually going to get Dana to watch uh, a new live content. Never a bad uh, every thing. Every day. Very cool. Starting uh, right after us. Here starting on right now, virtually. Oh, my well, God. I'm so excited. Seconds. I can't wait to watch it. It's going to be great. It's going to be really cool. Yeah. Uh, so Dana's show uh, starts out. It's going to be every day. You're going to get to see uh, some of Dana's radio shows. Not every Really? Monday through Friday. It's not just today? Yeah. We're going to do this on a regular basis? Yeah, I think Like so. five days a week? That's the plan. I mean, I don't know.